Come in, win a prize, everyone. Let me guess your age. Do you remember those booths at the old county fair where the man was standing there and he would guess your age or your weight? Well, I think that's what's happening in a lot of what's called science today. And they claim that the earth is billions of years old. So what about it? That earth that we're walking around on, is it billions of years old? Or is it, as the only eyewitness says, about 6,000 years old? Let's dig in and see just what the evidence shows. Christianity is based on faith, but it's not a blind faith. It is instead faith based upon who God is and what God has said. Who do you think is the best judge? The one who's basing his judgment on what he sees or the one who says what he knows, what he in fact created? He is the creator, and he has told us in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. In six days he created them. But why is this even important? Does it really matter? Is it okay if the earth is billions of years old? Well, it's okay if that's what God says, but it's not okay at all if we're contrary to what God has says. If we start taking issue with what's in the first few sentences of Scripture, then the whole thing falls apart. None of it stands. And it's not that we're looking for the evidence that supports God's view but that we're looking at the evidence, not the supposition, not the conclusions, and matching them up with the Word of God. And when we do that, we find out that, in fact, the earth is about 6,000 years old and not billions of years old, as is claimed by people who were not there, who base their judgments based upon comparisons of one thing to another all based on an assumption that they imputed or created from the get-go based upon science that they created in order to justify their opinions the scripture was not written to justify anything but to reveal that one true living god to all of us And it has been around for thousands of years, not a few weeks or months or even a couple of years. Let's look and see what God has for us in his own word and compare it to the fossil record that exists in the earth. As I've said before, I'm the most unqualified scientist, which makes me highly qualified as an unqualified person. But I'm not relying just on what I see, but on what God has said, a completely reliable proof, as well as the evidence from the earth itself as revealed by people who have personal knowledge of these things. Just as the word of God is real, so are the earth and the rock layers and the fossils that are in them real. There is an order to the rock layers and to the fossils. While the evolutionists depict those layers based on their diagram, they claim to show, but what do those fossils teach us? You know, God's word is, is the reliable witness, the account of the earth's history beginning with creation, corruption, and then catastrophe. The fossils showed death and disease, so they had to form after the curse during the flood catastrophe. 
billions of dead things called fossils buried in rock layers laid down by water all over the earth and the fossils had to form by virtually instantaneous burial or otherwise the animals would have rotted or been eaten these are the words not of my not my words but the words of dr andrew a snelling in a lecture he gave buried in the flood not evolution over millions of years we read there what quote what we find is evidence of rapid mass destruction and burial on a global scale in a catastrophe the flood in rock layers laid down by water even right across continents the fossil sequence order is therefore the order of burial during the flood we see the order in which pre-flood ecosystems were progressively destroyed by the rising flood waters and then buried in that order and most of the fossil record is made of shallow water marine invertebrates such as clams and corals buried all the way up through the rock record. Even fossil burrows, footprints, and eggs can be explained by the oscillating tidal levels of the floodwaters. In fact, many footprints are found in the rock recorded supposedly millions of years before the animals that made them. Then after the flood, animals migrated from the ark landing site by traveling across land bridges during the post-flood ice age when the sea level dropped by hundreds of meters and or were carried on floating vegetation mats left over from the flood and especially due to post-flood local catastrophic floods. The fossils that are plentiful in the rock record, as it's called, can be fully explained based upon the word of God. So let's go rock hunting for a little while. Are the rock layers that the evolutionists refer to real? Absolutely, they're very real. And we can generally find those rock sequences. In other words, when you look at the rock in any given area, they generally do follow what's depicted in what the evolutionists call the geologic column. And if we look across a broader area, say several hundred miles, then we can see that those local rock sequences at various places throughout that, that sample area can be connected and are connected in much the same way that you see continents connected in the geological column. The problem with the so-called geological column and the fossils that are reflected there is that they don't reflect all of the fossils found there. There are many more fossils found within those rocks than the ones that the evolutionists use in their geological column as they depicted in textbook and other publications they use to argue their point. Simply put, for whatever reason, they choose to leave out certain evidence that would disrupt their evolutionary claims. They omit those things that are inconsistent with their theory. So what is the evidence and where can, where's the place we can readily see that? Well, nothing greater than looking at the Grand Canyon 
and how it reflects the layers of, of rock and the fossils trapped within those. And in the, uh, I believe that would be towards the north and west, maybe end going into Utah, Bryce Canyon and Zion National Park, you see layers that, that are referred to as the grand staircase because you can see each level and it's like each level is a separate step in the grand staircase as we look at that grand staircase you see that the very lower levels would be the levels consistent with creation and the next level would be the level consistent with the existence uh, of creation prior to the flood and then the upper sedimentary level uh, reflects those things deposited by the flood and then if you look at the other end of the grand canyon you can see the levels and the evidence left in the rock of the early part of the flood as well as the middle of the flood as we look at the fossil record found in the canyon, you can, starting on the lower ones, you, you start with the things that you would find consistent with creation week, and it goes up from there up through the time of the flood. So if we look at the classical diagrams that we find in the various evolution, evolutionary documents and publications, we see that there are fossils that they don't explain. So how do, how do we find out what that's all about? Well, we go to God. God doesn't lie. He is truth. So if the rock sequences and fossil record uh, are real, then the only way to explain them is to go to the authority for our understanding the world God created in its history. So we need to remind ourselves of what the Word of God tells us about the history of earth and the creatures and plants that God created on the earth. As Dr. Snelling puts it, the Bible is the historical record of creation and the life and times of the earth. It is the recordation of what has occurred, and we go to it in order to find out what has occurred, and how it occurred according to the eyewitness account from God through people that he impressed upon to write these by the Holy Spirit. Let's be real. If, we, if we're going to ignore the Bible, if we're going to reject the biblical account, then we're rejecting the only account that is from eyewitnesses and we're relying on scientists who are relying upon their own thoughts. And the foundation of all knowledge is to fear God, that is to trust God, to honor God, to know that he is God. They reject it because it contains, quote, supernatural, end quote. If there was no supernatural, there would be no world. How else could all that we see come into existence and be what it is today without something beyond nature creating it and creating the order of it? The Bible records what has been referred to as the seven seas, creation, corruption when sin entered in, catastrophe when the flood came, Confusion from the confusion of the languages, the entry of Christ, Christ's cross, 
and the consummation of all things in Christ Jesus. The biblical record has been meticulously maintained throughout thousands of years, and we have it as the evidence of what has occurred And we have to look to that evidence and weigh it against that which stands opposing it. It is clear to me, and it's clear to anyone who has been born again in Christ, that God is more real than the ground upon which we stand because God himself is the creator of that ground. And we can trust him, and we have seen him prove himself over and over, even though no proof is required of God because he is God. He is the foundation of all knowledge. He is the basis upon which everything else flows. From God flows all of creation and all it contains. He is the creator of and he has given us and made a way for us through the Lord Jesus Christ by grace alone, a gift from God through faith alone in Jesus Christ alone, we can be born again and a born again Christian, not referring to some political designation or anything else in modern society but what jesus said to nicodemus you must be born again because we are born dead in our sins and trespasses and it is only when we're born a second time born from above born of the spirit that we come to life and when we come to life it is to live forevermore and we can trust in the word of god who gives us the truth of creation and everything that has occurred since then. And all of the claims of the new things and the smarter people, all of that has basically always existed, and it occurs over and over, and it simply reflects the truth of the Word of God and the history of all creation and the people that God created, and they're turning away from God and turning back to God. So come to the Lord now. If you're in Christ, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to him. This is our spiritual act of worship. No longer should we be conformed to or shaped by the world around us, but be transformed by the renewal of our minds. And if you've never been born again, then I pray that today would be the day of salvation. Today would be the day when you would transfer your trust from yourself to the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ, who declared on the cross, it is finished, paid in full, all sin, mine and yours for all time and eternity. Ours is but to receive this gift by the grace of God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Have a great, great day in the Lord. I also encourage you to look at and pay close attention to the video that I will be sharing on my Facebook page that is from uh, Dr. Snelling and gives a much better account and more detail of all of the facts of creation and the fossil record that is evidence in the world around us.